I swing through the intro as fast as you can. So are the games of our lives. Sonic. And these are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing all night. Welcome everybody to the Games of Our Lives podcast. My name is Bill, with always accompanied uh, by here we go, here we go, here we go. The newly healthy, finally alive, dare I say, ready to hit up some retro video game stores. You know the man. His name is Tony. <gasps> What's up? How you feeling, brother? I feel good, man. Thanks for asking. How about you? How's everything? Feeling great. Had a little uh had a little health scare last week. Had a little little food poisoning, so I was down for the count for a couple of days. What what'd you eat? You know what? I so I'm pretty sure I, I made this like delicious sweet potato kale like vegetarian hash. Mm-hmm. And, and and it was it was awesome, but I think that I did like maybe like a C minus job of of cleaning off the listeria from the kale so had this been the 1400s i would have probably died wow you know i just had a glass of water about it and i was fine (laughs) oh if the listeners knew uh my hypochondriac ways and how you constantly just tell me to drink a glass of water i guess they know now well tony what game are we talking about today (laughs) sonic 2 for sega genesis i guess it's also probably for did that come out for Game Gear 2, maybe, or no? It It's on probably 20 different consoles. The game's been released and re-released Lord knows how many times. In fact, how many different platforms do you think this game's been released on? 14. You are damn close. 15 platforms this oh. game is available on. That's, that's pretty insane. Although you could combine iOS and Android and just call it mobile, and then we're back down to 14. I, I think I'm going to take you up on that for a nice dub to start off the episode. Nailed it. Thank you. Appreciate you. Now, with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in theaters now, a movie that neither one of us is actually <laughs> actually going to end up watching, <laughs> we figured it was apt to talk about the real Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Sega Genesis. But before we do that, we have a little bit of news to get through. News! I love the news. Well, then you better buckle up, bucko, because we got a lot to talk about. I don't like being called bucko. <laughs> Just kidding. Alrighty. I like, I like Buck- it. Buckaroo. Well, we ha- we're going to start with a little bit of breaking news. This just dropped this morning about an hour before we started recording. And ink coming, says Nintendo of Europe. Splatoon 3 is set to splash down on Nintendo Switch on September 9th of 2022 first hard date we're getting for this and that's only a couple of months away uh tony any interest in splatoon 3 when it drops probably not i got i got other games on my list that i'm obsessed with and if i wouldn't play them i'd probably be playing other stuff and i can only assume splatoon 3 is just gonna be uh an updated version of the original splatoon so i'm sure it's gonna be fun but it's kind of on the back burner for me right now. Not a real priority. What about you? You know, I'm probably going to end up getting it. I 
I always end up playing Splatoon for like the first two months that it drops. And yeah. it reminds me that I can play multiplayer games with other people. <laughs> and then I just stop playing when, I don't know, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 comes out or something like that. <laughs> and that's always how it goes. That's always how it goes. Like, I, it, it'll, I'll be into it until literally just the smallest indie game comes out. And I'm like, sorry, got to abandon it. I don't know. I, I tried. Ah. <laughs> I'm excited because, you know, they're going to be adding, I'm sure, a lot of content to different game modes. And Salmon Run is one of my favorite modes in the game. It's basically the horde mode for Splatoon. I'm pretty pumped to see what they uh, they churn out. Good for you, buckaroo. <laughs> that was my father. <laughs> Call me young buck. <laughs> Can do. <laughs> Next piece of news, a little Portal news. Portal, a video game where you play as a person trying to escape from a robot lady using portals. Portal writer says he wants to get started on Portal 3 because he's, quote, not getting any younger. <laughs> that might be getting going soon. Hey, I'd be happy with a new Portal. Portal's a very, very fun video game franchise. I've always heard of really good things about them, Ooh. and I just haven't played them, and those are just one. It's like a, I have just a list. Mostly it comes with full of movies, I want to say, where people go, oh yeah, this movie, and I'm like, oh, I've never seen it. And they're like, you've <laughs> never seen Titanic? And I'm just like, no, I, I still haven't, you know? And I think that happens with games as well, and this is one of those, I eat my, my cereal with water kind of person, you know what I mean? So people just get <laughs> naturally upset at me. I've grown to forgive you so if i can forgive you for that then i can forgive you for not having played portal yet but if you ever do get the opportunity i will say it's definitely worth trying it out i will i want to i would play that before i'd play splatoon 3 that's fair i i think if you're looking for like just like a single player experience then portal may be the way to go if you had to pick one yeah which i almost never am looking for a single player experience but you know didn't they just put that on the... Isn't that on the NSL Plus or something? Or did, I remember talking about Portal recently that they were doing something with it. I think it's coming to Switch. I don't know that it is here yet, but I think it's like in the <clears throat> the lineup to, to make its way to the Switch if it hasn't already. Let me, uh, let me do something I don't normally do. Are you going to Google it? I am. I am. Aww. It is the... Uh... Portal Companion Collection. Correct. How do you even use Google? I think uh, a date has not been announced yet. How'd you figure that out? I think it just says 2022, so I'm going to have to wait for uh, you to try it out when it comes out on December 31st. <laughs> oh, yeah, initial release date, 2022. Okay, okay, okay. You're good at looking at stuff. <laughs> just like a vague time window. Yeah, all right, so I'll have something to look forward to then. You know it doesn't have a vague time window? What? A brand new game coming out. And listen, we talk a lot about Pokemon on this uh, this podcast you might even say we're we're pretty Pokemon friendly. Maybe even to the point where we'd be Pokemon forward as of late. Yeah. And I think there's some merit to that. Here's here's the thing. Digimon Survive launches July 28th in Japan only. <laughs> Apparently did did I didn't realize that Digimon is still uh relevant, let alone they're still in business. <laughs> like that that one kind of got me. I'm not going to lie. Really? I was like, Digimon, you're really still around? Digimon's hanging in. I mean, are they just like riding 
the 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 coattails of Agumon and Kabuterimon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are names, but I gun to my head couldn't tell you what they look like. <laughs> I think they are too, but same. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're like doing well from their card game. They like made a new Digimon oh. card game a couple of years ago or a year ago or whatever, and it's been doing fairly well. And for some reason, the I don't know about like the I don't know if they got released on the Switch, but I have one of them for PS4. It's like Cyber Sleuth or something. But then they made a second one, or they made both on one. They just like are like spitting out these I don't know like Digimon RPG run around like Hard Gold Soul Silver Squad right behind you. You run you know battle evolve your Digimon, but they're pretty they're pretty fun. I played that one for PS4 for like some hours and had fun with oh, it. Wow. And, and yeah, I actually played a game. Uh, it's crazy, right? A one-player kind experience. Kind of insane. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, right when I got my PS4, that was like the first game I played. It's fun. Once I got like my final forms and stuff, or what I thought are the, what I think are the final forms of them, I'm like, all right, I think I'm, I'm good on this game. But you know, here's a question: since you're so good at finding answers so quickly, I looked this up <laughs> literally like recently because yeah. someone told me that Digimon came out before Pokemon because everyone, a lot of people always go, oh, Digimon copied Pokemon. My friend said, yeah, Digimon actually came out first, so I looked it up, and I really couldn't get a decisive answer on, on which one came out. Like, I, in Japan, I don't know which one came out first. Oh, no, Pokemon definitely came out first. Had to have, right? Because Pokemon came out in, like, Japan, what, 1995? Something like that? I don't know. Oh, God, you now you got, you got me nervous as hell. Let's see, so we got Pokemon as a franchise, Pocket Monsters. Released in 1996 in Japan. Now, Pokemon the Animated Series dropped in 1997. Whereas Digimon also came out in 1997. I'm pretty sure the Digimon television show didn't start until 1999. So Pokemon by a year? Pokemon by a year. Digimon started out as this Tamagotchi-like thing called Digital Monster. Which, wow, you know, a little on the nose there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like pokemon was pocket monster really like this is how we just we just do that with everything now <laughs> like like i look at garbage humans and i'm like that's a tramon a trash <laughs> monster <laughs> so digimon apparently started out as like this little virtual pet tamagotchi looking thing i'm looking at an image of it right now and it looks like a little piece of poo and <laughs> which, which you know just looks like a tamagotchi it, it was intended actually as the, quote, masculine counterpart to Tamagotchi, originally created by Bandai. Then they went and did Digimon Adventure, this uh, animated TV show, which, I'm not gonna lie, I watched a little bit of Digimon growing up. I did too, I saw the movie. I think I saw the first movie, I'm assuming just like Pokemon, there's like 400 movies. I'm not sure anymore. I was gonna say, I'm disappointed in myself for not picking up all the DS games when I could have because now they're all pretty expensive there are four digimon nintendo ds games there's like digimon championship digimon world ds i think and then digimon dawn and digimon dusk and uh, also kind of on the nose with having dawn and dusk and you know two separate things that are virtually the same but yeah those are all expensive now i'm kind of kicking myself because that would have been fun but yeah digimon straight i I, I like digimon i had the original cards when they came out and i was into it a little bit pokemon definitely 
had me, Pokemon ended up winning my heart pretty decisively. Pokemon, it, listen, it got animated two years earlier. You know, Digimon, you were just, uh, as our our mascot of the week would say, You're too slow! <laughs> Sonic? I'm gonna eat a chili dog! <laughs> you sound just like Jaleel. <laughs> right, right on the money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoping for Ben Schwartz, but I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I think he's the current. Is he? Yeah, uh, Ben Schwartz is the current Sonic, for the movies at least. Ah, uh, yeah, there's no one that did it like Jaleel White, man. That's the OG Sonic, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog voice. Can't beat Urkel. You can't. L- l- let me just continue on this right now and see how Jaleel's doing real <laughs> quick. Cause... Dude, Jaleel White, ladies and gentlemen, Urkel is 45 years old. If you click on movies and TV shows, Sonic the Hedgehog is still at number two. <laughs> in a list of things that he's done, I guess they rank it probably by importance, um, only being beaten by Family Matters, which is where he played Urkel, and surpassing number three, which is, and I'm not lying, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. <laughs> what a what a what a storied career. <laughs> a true drag of all trades. You go from teen heartthrob in in uh, Stefan Urkel. And then you go to Teen Heartthrob in Sanic the Hedgehog. And then you go to Teen Heartthrob in, what was that last title? Crocogator? <laughs> Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. Did he play the Mega Shark or did he play the Crocosaurus? These are the questions we need to know. He played, no, he played a Do- Dr. Terry mix something. Oh, he was the pterodactyl character. Nice. Yeah, most likely. Also, for the record, he he was in something called Who Made the Potato Salad? (laughs) What? I'm not making this up. Who Made the Potato Salad? (laughs) 2006. That I'm gonna we're gonna have to look into that and then report back next week because you can't just have something that is called that as a piece of media you were a part of and not let the internet dig that back up. Yeah, no, that needs to that needs <laughs> to be brought up. He's also on the Big Show show, that show about the wrestler, the Big Show, <laughs> somehow. Uh, wow, okay. And, and you can watch that with a Netflix subscription right now. So that's uh <laughs> that's right at your fingertips. But anyway, yeah, shout out to Jaleel for having that. I'm so happy that he was the voice of Sonic because he was, like, the perfect Sonic, he, I he, feel like. He did awesome. Yeah, he represented that that character so well. Now, I'm, I'm hoping that Nintendo represents its video game catalog as well as Jaleel has represented many of his characters over the years. And there's a rumor that Nintendo may have more games coming to the Switch Online. Uh, there's a rumor that went out this week that Nintendo's official Game Boy Advance emulator for the Switch just leaked, and it's mm. just a matter of time until it gets added. Now, there's no information about you know whether it's going to be something that's going to be included with Switch Online, whether it's going to be included with Switch Online Pro, or if it's going to be like a totally separate tier of of things to pay for but i will say if game boy advance games come to the switch and even if they fall under the same umbrella as the switch online pro where as long as you're paying like that 50 dollars, like that's included in everything that 
definitely like one increases the value of the switch online pro and two i don't know if they bring back golden sun or pokemon pinball ruby and sapphire your boy's gonna be a very happy man because <laughs> because i like pokemon pinball ruby and sapphire a lot damn it i didn't play that one i played the original one for game boy color actually that one was good too yeah, I would like to play that second one, though. I, I'd be very hype if they... I think the... <clears throat> excuse me, the Advance has such a good catalog of games. I think it's just, like, full of good content. So if they were able to bring a lot of them to the Switch, that would be so, so good. But, again, you gotta put the asterisk next to everything because if it's gonna be included with the $50 a month program or whatever and then you lose access to it, then I'm probably just not gonna do it, you know? They could keep throwing things in that, but as long as that number is $50 a month, it's, like, gonna be pretty hard to get me on there, I think. I mean, they might add Yoshi's Island. How much? <laughs> Sold! The The Game Boy Advance has a, an awesome catalog of games. You got... A really good Metroid game with Metroid Fusion. You got F-Zero. Uh, the Game & Watch Galleries. Mm-hmm. Which I think were underrated classics. They're pretty fun. I played them as a kid, for, I think, also for Game Boy or Game Boy Color, whichever. Plus, I'm pretty sure you got, like, Mario Golf Advance Tour. I haven't played the Advance one. Bet it's good, because the one for the Game Boy Color was a bop. That one was such a good game. We should do an episode on Mario Golf. We've never done that before. Dude, first episode. How could you forget? Wait, what? We had a first episode? Dude, we've been doing this podcast for like a quarter century of episodes now. I'm just kidding. I I knew we had uh, episode one in the tank was Mario Golf. That was the whole damn franchise, too. Yeah, remember we used to like talk about series of games? That's, That's a lot to talk about in one week. Yeah, we did that, though. We st- we set the bar so high for ourselves, and then we realized we were just not breaking down game-specific things. So we were like, oh, yeah, I'm sure we could talk about like every Legend of Zelda in one episode, no problem. Hey, you want to talk about every single Sonic the Hedgehog game right now? Yeah. Well, I don't, so let's just stick to Sonic 2. Aw, <laughs> uh, hate when you do that. Got him. But the game this week... Wait a minute. No more news? No more news? Oh, wait, I do have one more piece of news. Do you really? I have one more piece of news. See, you need me. I, 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 I do. Help. I help in this podcast. Without you, I'd be lost. Just a fawn in the woods. Not so much news in the sense of, like, things that are coming out, but things that are happening in the world of gaming right now. Uh, this weekend, as we are recording, is PAX East 2022, uh, which is in Boston, Massachusetts. It's an annual video game convention where a bunch of gamers hang out get extra sweaty and get hype over new releases and listen as one of the sweatiest ones out there it's a hell of a time (laughs) and i i can say that tony you've been to you've been to pax east before maybe once or twice once twice just once with you you slippery man what was your experience of pax east like Nah, i wouldn't go back (laughs) (laughs) An honest man. If you're nothing else, you're honest. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> I actually remember our weekend at PAX being a very fun time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was, it was fun because, like, we made it fun. It was good company. And, and that, right. that's the best part about it. And But I don't like conventions that much. That's just... 
that that's just it for me. I think it's just a congregation of all all these people that are. I don't like people that much. I'm just sorry, guys. Sorry, it's time to time to come clean. Yeah, it's it's time to let it out. So, not a big fan of people. And that's fair. So let and I'm not. If you guys haven't figured this out by now, then you're never gonna be fan of the week. I'm just kidding. There's plenty of potential for you to be fan of the week. You just have to <laughs> literally hit one character in Twitter and hit enter and post it on our thing, and you will become fan of the week. Anyway, I don't like spending money on overpriced things, and I just feel like conventions are just like, I just feel like it's a congregation of like saps, you know what I mean? It's like all these people that are just really obsessed with the things, and they kind of let that clout their their judgment on things, so they're, they'll be like, oh, I'm, it's like a, too many people stuffed into a room all obsessed with things and then you have all these vendors that are like oh we're gonna overprice all these things and all the people are just like oh i love that thing i'm gonna buy it i don't care how much it costs and it's like what are you doing you're getting ripped off for that like you're spending your hard-earned money on like a cup that's like 45 dollars because it has a so disclaimer by virtue of attending a video game convention you are not inherently a sap yeah you are I understand that you're looking at it through the lens of a uh, a very savvy uh, video game and uh, media person. I don't know what the, the term would be, but a lot of people, believe it or not, are willing to spend a little extra to purchase something that has the memory of such a weekend attached to it, believe sap, it or not. Sap, 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 sap. You know, they like to look back fondly and be like, yeah, you know what? I maybe paid an extra $10 on this this cartridge, but I got it at PAX East, and that that weekend changed my life, you know? Yeah, that's just what all the vendors want you to think when they're like, oh, yeah, of course they'll they'll spend. Let, let's, let's make this mineral or this thing called a diamond super expensive, um, even though it's one of the most common stones there are, so common that it could be man-made. It's not even something that needs to be taken from the earth. People can actually make diamonds, and because of the sentimental value that it's going to hold when presented to a significant other, it's going to be hella expensive. Now that is just nonsensical, but people will spend money on things that mean a lot to them and all those vendors are sitting there going oh everyone wants a nice weekend so we're gonna upsell all this stuff and everyone's gonna buy it so they could say oh i got my copy of sonic 2 complete for 75 dollars i love sonic 2 when you could get it on ebay for like 20 dollars probably it's just being taken advantage of it's just straight up being taken advantage of now if you want to buy something like even though it's overpriced, like a t-shirt or something that says packs on it, and it's like, all right, I want this to have the memory of it, then, like, that's cool, but if that's the only time you could get something, or, oh, I got this exclusive pin from Paxi's, or I got this, this table was here, and this person signed something for me, but, like, don't be a sucker, when, you know, when you go to a convention, like, keep your head straight, and, you know, you're there because you love games and you want to be around it, and that's cool. That's not for me, but I can't take that away from anyone. But as a, you know, a savvy, lack-of-worded person that you describe me as, 
then uh, yeah, keep keep your head on strain. Don't let these these vendors juice you because they will take everything you got. Tony and I play two very different games when we intend conventions. Oh yeah, I'm like I want to make friends. The world is rainbows. <laughs> I want to make memories that last a lifetime. Let's do shots. <laughs> Tony's like, I gotta juice these six vendors, and if they oversell me on even one item, I will threaten to burn down that stand and then blackball them on the internet. <laughs> Let's do shots. In agreement with the shots. I don't even like drinking. No, me neither. I actually hate shots, but when in Rome. <laughs> when they're $12 shots, I mean, why not? Yeah, when, yeah, when they're $12 and cut with water, like, what's... <laughs> They go, they go down smooth, you know. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Conventions are just if you like being around a lot of people and in sharing your experience and your your love for something with people, then that's good. But I don't want to do that. I'd rather just enjoy what I enjoy to myself, or just put an Instagram post up and be like, I like this, I do this, I'll keep this with me on here as a virtual library of my life forever. Maybe I'll make a YouTube vid about it. I'll put it up. Bada bing. There. I know that I like it. I've I've put it in the world's history, if that ever is going to stay somewhere that I've existed and after everything goes away, if there's aliens or something that are keeping... I don't know, if there are things that aren't going to die and the internet's never going to go anywhere in the earth, you know, all the history of everything is going to be recorded somewhere, then my life matters, and what I did mattered. Yeah, I'm getting a little philosophical here, but that I don't, I don't need to show up to a convention dressed up like a dog and being around a bunch of sweaty people, you know, to, to tell people I like Sonic hey. 2, you know? Listen, I like being sweaty, but question for you, what was your favorite part about PAX East? once inside the convention i know there had to be at least one thing that you enjoyed twitch prime lounge baby my mic volume is too high (laughs) yo we love that twitch prime lounge not only were they giving out free water not only were they also giving out i think free red bull not only were they giving out free snickers bars but the lighting was cool too (laughs) sick vibe in there sick vibe and by the way Coming up in September of 2022, there is an event called TwitchCon. Not not going. Which I'm assuming is just the world's largest Twitch Prime Lounge. <laughs> like, what else could it be? What else could it be, Tony? I close my eyes and picture a bunch of people, ticket holders, standing in front of, like, glass doors and then a bunch of people on some sort of uh balcony setting inside on like a second level with like baseball mitts and like snickers bars in their hands and like a guy just going hold it hold it and then the second like the fans run and they're like now and they just start throwing the snickers bars at everyone the red bulls and oh people are just like drinking them off the floor and oh my god the snickers are just <laughs> sucking like, red bull out of the shag carpets <laughs> There's just like vendors on the side. The desperation is palpable. (laughs) 
Yeah, it sounds like hell. That's gonna be me. That's gonna be me sucking that that Red Bull out the shag. How? Are you, but how are you gonna be able to do so much sucking when you're gonna be so focused on trying to take your money out of your wallet to hand it to the vendors as quickly as you can? How are you possibly gonna do both? To be fair, whenever I'm at a convention, I usually don't buy video game hardware or software just because it is such a bad value. <laughs> but but I I do. I do enjoy, like, I, if I were to go to, like, TwitchCon, like, would I try to grab, like, a Twitch hoodie or something? Absolutely. Ab- like, something like that. Like, that just makes sense. Uh, and then also pouring shots. Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just actually do something that I don't really do too much, but got to give credit where it's due. And Twitch is, like, just a real smart company, I think. Because not only was the, the Twitch Prime Lounge just a mecca in, like, you don't want to spend $9 on a bottle of water. Oh, just go to the Twitch Prime Lounge. They have water and Red Bull for your sugar ass, and they have Snickers and candy bars. But they also, I'm pretty sure, were giving out, like, free beanies if you just like tagged their booth it, like that was in the main floor of the convention they'd be like yeah just tag us and put a picture on instagram and show me it and here's a beanie and i'm pretty sure i sold that beanie for like 20 bucks so i was just like you just gave me 20 dollars like pluses yeah and you don't even care if i keep the post up i mean is that honorable was it like seven years ago six years ago would i probably just look at it now and go yeah i'll probably just not even get the hat or if i do i'll keep it for myself but they're owned by amazon now so it's like Steal as much money from Twitch as you possibly can. (laughs) (laughs) Take all the Red Bull. Take all the beanies. Make 63 different accounts just so you can flip 63 beanies. So, so smart. It's not bad. (laughs) So smart. Just walk in. How come this kid has so many phones? I don't remember him having a mustache a couple minutes ago. No, I am a different guy. But you are, you're literally wearing three Twitch beanies right now. <laughs> yes, I like Twitch from the last few years. Who is this guy? <laughs> Dude, it's Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these, these, these Twitch lords are built different. <laughs> Tony, I need you to come to TwitchCon and help me out. <laughs> I'm not gonna make any promises, but if I do go, I will absolutely be that guy. (laughs) We will have to get me three beanies to wear. Imagine if that's how the podcast blew up. If like they're just like, oh yeah, the, the weird Twitch, the weird Twitch guy is like with the three beanies. Yeah, he's here. They do the podcast. He's doing a panel at like eleven forty-five. Yeah, there's these two thirty-year-old white guys who talk about video games uh, in a podcast. You you know, super never been done before. <laughs> Definitely not this good. Not wearing three beanies. Never wear, no one, had, I don't, alright, maybe like a couple dozen have been wearing three beanies, yeah, but do they talk like that and have an obsession <laughs> with Twitch? Now we're really, now we're really we're, narrowing We're carving down. a niche here. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week, get ready for that guy to, to make an appearance. We'll call him Twitch. Give me a name, are there any male names that have TW at the beginning? Well, easy fan of the week question, any male names that start with TW, if you... Uh, Twilford? Twilford. <laughs> Sometimes Google just doesn't have the right answers built. <laughs> what, what about what about Twitchell? 
Twitch fan Twitchell. Yeah, that's a little too 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 direct. I think that's too much. Twain, like Mark I thought, Twain. I, I thought Twain. I thought Twain, but that's more of a last name. Twan. Twan sounds a, a little little German. Twan. Twan's a variant of Anthony, uh, of Latin origin. I think that has to be it then, right? If if it really is a, a, a version <laughs> I mean, if of it, my name, then if it's a version of your name, <laughs> Twitch Twan. Yo, what up, Twitch Twan? Thanks so much. <laughs> With the three beanies. <laughs> this is this is about Sonic, by the way, the podcast. So that was uh, that was our little chit chat about PAX East. Yeah, love cons, and uh, I'm really sorry I even brought up any. Did we have any other news segments? I should have just. Did you have a favorite part about PAX? If it weren't for PAX, I I wouldn't be dating my girlfriend because that's how we met. Oh, so that's a big one. That's a big one. So we each take something good out of it. I get yeah. twenty bucks from the hat. After fees, it was probably like fourteen, and you got a lifelong <laughs> partner. So we're both winners here. Now <laughs> we are, in fact, talking about Sonic the Hedgehog two, the squeakle for the Sega Genesis. Came out back in uh, November of nineteen ninety two. It is the sequel to the original Blue Blur Sonic T Hedgehog. Dun 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 Well, Dr. Robotnik is back uh, after being bested by Sonic the Hedgehog in Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic teams up with his his buddy, Miles Tails Prower, a.k.a. just Tails. I do like that his name is a, a joke on uh, Miles Per Hour. Miles Per Hour. Never knew that until right now. I, honest, honest to God. I don't think I ever heard that until right now. He's a little two-tailed fox. That follows Sonic around, and in the uh, cartoon, he's really annoying. Very annoying. Like, in, and also in Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Awful character. But he, but he's smart and builds robots, so... And in this game, he has an airplane, which is pretty cool, I guess. Now, Sonic, he travels through, what is it, like 10 or 11 more zones, trying to defeat the evil Dr. Robotnik, uh, maybe snag some Chaos Emeralds, and destroy Dr. Robotnik once and for all, question mark? Because <laughs> he wants to get all the Chaos Emeralds and rule the world. But we're not having it. So it's a it's a 2D side-scrolling platform adventure where you gotta go fast. The bottom line. Asterisk, you don't have to go fast, but you can. And it's probably recommended that you do. Now, Tony, you've recently played this game. Is this, is this correct? Yeah. It was fun and... And, you know, it was a little over... I think the fun got overshadowed by the mission. But if I could look back on it now, it, it was... Very few games give me this feeling of wanting to go back and play it. Alright, alright, let me preface. Here's here's the story. So, my friend comes over for a weekly game night. My other friend isn't going to be over for like an hour and a half. And he goes... He gets here and he's like, Dude, you want to play Sonic 2 on the Genesis? He goes, I want to beat it. I haven't beaten it because... Every time I get to the last world, if I don't have Super Sonic, I just turn the game off. I refuse to beat it, and I can't get Super Sonic because in order to get him, within the levels, there's like two, most of the time there's two, some of the, the zones have three levels which, which within them, and uh, there are little checkpoints within the levels, and if you have 50 rings when you get to a checkpoint, a little star circle thing will show up and you jump in it and you get to go to a bonus stage that bonus stage is uh you just collect rings and you have to collect 
a certain amount of rings, and it's in with the like periods. It'll be collect forty, and then you have to collect eighty, and then like hundred twenty or something. And it gets increasingly more difficult, and there are things that could make you lose rings and stuff. And he goes, it's very hard to do because there are some where you need tails to, you know, he's running behind you, and he's supposed to help collect rings, but the AI is so bad that I can never get the rings that I need, but with two-player mode, someone can control Tails, and we could do that together. Now, granted, if you use Tails in the main game, it's just horrendous, because he can never catch up to Sonic, and then he just gets put off screen, and then he has to come back on screen, and it's just, being a Tails player is, is poopy, so you want to alternate, but in the bonus games, he is incredibly handy, so I said, yeah, let's do it, so we went on a mission to beat the game and get all seven Chaos Emeralds, which shouldn't be too hard to do, but if you progress through the game too fast or don't give yourself enough of an opportunity to get to those checkpoints with 50 rings, which is easier said than done, then you will find yourselves probably where we found ourselves in the second to last world with only six Chaos Emeralds, which... The later you are in the game, the harder it is to get to those checkpoints with that amount of rings because it's just harder and you get hit and you lose all your rings. And we got like five good attempts at that bonus level when we had six Chaos Emeralds and we just needed that seventh one and we couldn't get that pattern down. And uh, we didn't get Supersonic and we couldn't beat that boss fight. We couldn't even get to the last world, but... The, it was just that the the mission and the frustration that came with like dying or watching him lose rings or certain things happening like what that kind of overshadowed how much fun just running through the game was and remembering it as a kid and as a very intimidating game going wow yeah this is you know being underwater and hearing the bump 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 oh my god so nerve wracking just like stuck with me so so badly but we played through it like it was not a big deal it's just like oh yeah with you know alternating i'm like a fully capable gamer now i'm like gonna be 30 you know and he's a good gamer so it's just like oh yeah we could play through this game and not die like and we did and it was fun but the mission was the number one thing so i think that kind of overshadowed how much fun we were actually having in the game and we definitely weren't going fast we were just like not playing sonic the way a sonic player would play we were <laughs> taking our time and trying to get the rings and find the checkpoints and it was a good experience and next game night we're gonna try to actually do it so hopefully this is not alive the week where i could actually come back next week and say we did it because i remember going back i think on sonic mega collection I think you get unlimited continues, and I finally beat Sonic 1, because that's something that I didn't do since I was a kid, and I didn't even do it. My dad did it, and I watched him. I was like, can I really not say, like, I can't say that I've beaten the original Sonics. So I'll beat Sonic 1 pretty soon. Sonic 2 should be under the belt, but then a huge challenge is going to be Sonic 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles and all those iterations and stuff. But, yeah, so when I texted you or you texted me, we are trying to figure out what game to play, and out of nowhere, the only game you suggested, you literally just said Sonic 2, and I was like, dude, what the hell? That is insane that you just suggested that. So I can't believe it, and I'm, I'm very happy to be talking about it, very fresh on my mind, and that's really all I gotta say about that. I cannot wait to hear uh, what happens with uh, your your future adventure with Sonic 2, and hopefully we'll be hearing about that more, and you're right, it, hopefully it doesn't become this week's Live of the Week. 
I, I mean, TBD, I'm, I'm sure. One of the other things, and you mentioned it, you know, you guys were playing this game together. This is the first Sonic the Hedgehog game with multiplayer involved, with the added character of Tails. And not only can you run through the campaign in multiplayer, there's also a two-player versus mode in the game where one person plays as Sonic, one person plays as Tails. And if you have Sonic and Knuckles, the attachment, you can add uh, Knuckles into that mix as well. And you could run through uh, one of, I want to say, three different uh, zones from Emerald Hill, Casino Night, and Mystic Cave. And you just literally, you run through a couple of zones and whoever finishes it in the fastest amount of time wins. Yeah, it, it was, I remember playing it a lot with one of my cousins growing up. We would be ripping through uh, Mystic Cave like all the time just because that level just really had cool aesthetics. I was just going to say, that's my favorite zone, I think. It, it, and it's just like this, like, if I remember correctly, it's like mostly like a blue uh, coloring, but there's like a lot of vines that work as switches, and there's a lot of split pads. Definitely not one of the go-fast levels, but it just had a very cool vibe, very cool music. I, I, I like that level a lot. Is it, That's your favorite area in the game, your favorite zone? I think so, yeah. I pulled up a list, and I was looking at it before we recorded, and I was going through, and I said, I think probably Mystic Cave Zone. I like the aesthetic, and I do like the, the switches and the, the mechanics in that zone. For me, it'd probably be either that or uh, I'm a big fan of Casino Night Zone as well. It's a great one. I, I love the visuals. I love Sonic puts himself into like a pinball scenario pretty often in the level, and you're bouncing off all these different you know dingers and it's it's just a really really well thought out level and there's a handful of other levels too that exist but we really don't have to dive too deep in that because chemical plant has the purple water that scares me <laughs> and then aquatic <laughs> ruin zone has the blue water that scares me <laughs> honestly people who are like our parents age they're like i'll never get over the movie jaws and the dun 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 <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Well, our generation had something that was even more terrifying, and that was literally underwater in a Sonic the Hedgehog video game. So stressful. Maybe one of the most, like, you know, common first forms of anxiety children our age had growing up. Maybe the reason some of us uh, have or need therapy. <laughs> Definitely didn't help. Definitely didn't help. By the way, um, would you like to know the, the tagline for Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Yeah. Are you up to it? Oh, I should have known that. I have that, a poster that says that on my wall. I forget where I got it. I'm pretty sure I, I like got ripped off for it. And it tore a little bit in the corner, but I don't care. I wanted it. I was like, this is a sick Sonic poster where they're 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 both they're they're back. They're Sonic and Tails backs there to the camera and they're looking at a big number two and then there's like dr robotnik's face is just in the corner looking very menacing are you up to it with the number two instead of the letter two well i mean that's just marketing it's a classic classic poster dr eggman is a scary dude man freaky looking character i i, I think he's less scary now considering he's almost like a comedic villain these days but he was definitely pretty damn menacing back in the day yeah shout out to um mike pollock mike pollock is the the voice of dr eggman i don't like him being eggman i'd rather say robotnik but either way yeah he does the the voice 
Oh, it has all the different uh, voices of Robotnik. All right, so for Sonic X, he played Dr. Eggman. Uh, he did the voice and I actually got a picture with him, uh, like a video at Too Many Games in like 2015 or 16. I have a video and he's like, ah, you're at Too Many Games. And I was like, oh shit, dude, thanks so much. This is crazy. And I found that video. I still have it. So shout out to Mike Pollock for being a nice guy and giving me a video. Hell yeah. Dr. Eggman. Literally named after uh, a line in the Beatles song, I Am the Walrus, uh, where I'm pretty sure John Lennon goes like, I am the Eggman. And and he's also kind of shaped like an egg, but like only kind of. I would say he's he's more spherical than anything else in the games. It's spherical. Sorry, Drake and Josh. Sure, that's that's a cool video game. You don't get that reference? I didn't watch a lot of Drake and Josh as a kid. Oh. I think it was like just like I, I think I was like just af like <laughs> we got you know what short this week guys the the problem is with Nickelodeon I didn't like a lot of the live action shows I didn't watch a lot of the live action shows I was a Nicktoons kid but also maybe I watched a little more Cartoon Network than Nickelodeon growing up so could be that spherical. Currently, canonically, his name is Dr. Robotnik, but Eggman is a nickname. Is that how it is? Is that... You said canonically? That's true? Canonically, his name is Robotnik, (coughs) and Eggman, bless you, is a... Thank you. An obnoxious nickname given to him by his, quote, haters. I did not know that. I thought they changed his name. I I never liked the name Eggman. I always was just like, why do they call him that? I thought it's just Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, he was Dr. Robotnik. Like, growing up, he was always Robotnik. And then they they started calling him Eggman in... uh... Sonic Adventure was really weird because they called him Robotnik and Eggman. Did they? Yeah. (laughs) I think they more referred to Robotnik's father as Robotnik and called Eggman Egg... Like... Now we're getting too, too tongue-tied yeah, you're, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, you're getting yourself a little messed up. We're getting Drake in the weeds Josh here. Josh would straightened you right out if you watched it. You wouldn't be making mistakes like this. Hey, but here we are, making mistakes on Sonic Adventure. I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We already did Sonic Adventure 2. Great game. Great episode. Episode 6. Go give it a listen. Right now. Go listen to it right now. Mid-episode. Come back. We'll wait. No, it's actually, ep- it's actually episode 4. Is it 4? I was going to say. I think it might actually be 4, but... It was an early whoa, one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Surprise quiz time. Bill, can you name every episode that we've done in order? To date? Right now? Right now. Yeah, it's quiz time. Surprise quiz time. Woo! All right. Uh, how about just the first five? All right. How about Cause all... Because I, I don't even know if I can do that. How about all 25, but they don't have to be in order? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. We got Mario Golf. We got Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, then episode three was, oh boy. Oh, you're done. You're, he's done. Cuber. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take long. It, I'm guessing it's a, it's Pokemon? Yeah. Was it Gen 4? <laughs> Pokemon Snap? I don't know. Uh, stadium? Stadium. All right, Stadium. And then four is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. And then yep. episode five oh boy oh, i'd uh, be surprised if you got this one <laughs> who is this was this one shovel knight yeah <laughs> let's go baby let's go <laughs> Woo! 
I was sweating. My palms are soaked right now. I feel like I'm at PAX. That's how sweaty <laughs> I am. <laughs> Quick, check your wallet. Is there still money in there? What wallet? <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. I, I gave it up. Some, somebody was selling a copy of Mario 64 with only half of a, a label on it. No box. <laughs> and I just I threw $200 at it. If you want to try to continue with episode 6, you're on a roll. You're on a roll. Yeah, but I feel like my r- luck's going to run out. Diddy Kong Racing? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm not going for seven. I, 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 I refuse. I retire. Aw. Pokemon Gen 4. Thanks for playing. Hey, remember that one time at PAX when I took you guys to that, like, terrible overpriced bar? I do. <laughs> where, where they <laughs> lit the drinks on fire, but, like, everything about that place was awful? <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my, I'm tired of annoying everyone with my particularness in my things where I'm just like, oh, I'd rather not go here, oh, this, this, and that. I'm like, you know what, we're in Boston, we're at PAX, they suggested a place, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and go and have fun no matter what. And I was like, wow, a burger and fries is $20. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to eat it and keep my mouth shut. But I'm really glad you said that because now I can clear the area. That place was dog shit, dude. That place sucked. They lit the drinks on fire. They should have just gone ahead and lit the whole building on fire. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I I agree. And in retrospect, I'm sorry that I uh, even suggested this place. Should have just stuck with Bo Loco and uh, Domino's Pizza. <laughs> I forgot about Bo Loco. That's the first time I ever said the F word on the podcast, by the way. We're going to have to bleep that out. I already mentally got, like, sonic ring noises going for the, <laughs> for that F-bomb. <laughs> Appreciate the work you do. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for all the work and contribution Bill does for the podcast. It's not much. I just talk into a microphone and pet my cat the whole time. Plenty. You didn't even know you were putting in work for the cat, but that's even more. Bo Loco. I'd love to go there now and see if they have tofu stuff. Yo, t- they. I guarantee they do. Tip of the hat to Bo Loco. Yeah, cool place. They probably got that soy rizo or something like that, which probably. is pretty. Soy rizo's good. I'm hungry now. Yo, me too. Let's end the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so any other... Uh, any other thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog 2? No, I feel like there's, you, you really can't... You know, we just, we're coming off talking about Mario Brothers 3, you know, which is just a, a, this masterpiece of platforming and all the hidden stuff and all this crazy stuff. But Sonic 2 is... There, there are, I guess, some hidden stuff, but it's really just cut and dry, left to right, go fast if you want. If you don't, you don't have to. Some cool mechanics within the levels, some enemies aren't really gonna blow your mind with their tricks and stuff and get the rings and it's really not complicated it's very simple it's pretty fun it's a solid this is like sonic in its prime sonic simple spe- but it's it's a hard game oh it's not easy it's definitely not easy um but it's a simple concept and right th- also a game that's probably the most broken game of all time in terms of glitches and stuff i've seen people break this game down really really badly to speed run it and stuff with glitching and i haven't done any of that stuff but i guess it's worth mentioning but a fun game very very solid game and uh i mean 
definitely worth playing the OG Sonic games if you haven't, because this is Sonic's prime, you know, you'll get a good taste of it in Sonic Mania if you play, it really feels like an original Sonic game, which is nice, so yep, Sonic 2 is very good, very good game. And it's, I mean, you can find it on the uh, Sega Saturn, so, and that's a very common system that most people have. <laughs> so you should just go and get the damn game. Also, it's available on like PC and it's it's in it's as a part of just about every single Sonic and Sega compilation title. In fact, these are all the re-releases. Ready? The Sonic compilation for the Sega Mega Drive, Sonic Jam for the Sega Saturn, Sega Smash Pack 2 for the PC, Sonic Action 4 Pack for the PC, Sonic Mega Collection for the GameCube, Sonic Mega Collection Plus uh, for literally every other console, Sega Genesis Collection for the PS2, Sonic Mega Collection Plus for Xbox, slash Super Monkey Ball Deluxe 2-in-1 Combo Pack, uh, Sonic Gems Collection, the Sega Mega Drive Collection Volume 2, Super Sonic Gold, uh, Sega Fun Pack, Sonic Mega Collection Plus Shadow the Hedgehog, that's, that's a brilliant little combo right there sonic's ultimate genesis collection sonic <laughs> pc collection sonic classic collection sonic 3d sonic the hedgehog 2 for the 3ds sega ages sonic the hedgehog 2 for the nintendo switch uh and i believe newly coming out or it may or it comes out this year sonic origins which is a uh, compilation thing that is coming out in june of this year and it's gonna have sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic CD, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Sonic 3 and Knuckles. And that's all the Sonic 2 that I think I can handle. Um, as you were reading that list, I actually went on the Apple App Store and downloaded Sonic 2 for my iPhone. So I'm about to play it while we finish the podcast. Oh, hell yeah. Well, they definitely need my data. Sorry, keep going. Tip of the hat to... Uh to mobile providers for giving us a way to play Sonic the Hedgehog as if there wasn't enough options already. Uh, I, I do have a tip of the hat, though, this week, and this is to uh, Retro Game Rescue. It is a video game store uh, nearby, and uh, they have quite the selection, and the, the staff is very nice. Tip of the hat to them. I just picked up a copy of Pokemon Stadium 2, for the Nintendo 64, as well as a copy of Ogre Battle 64, Person of Lordly Caliber for the Nintendo 64. Solid pickups and a pretty dope store. Tip of the hat. How about you? Any tips of the hat? I guess I just want to give a big shout out to all the vendors <laughs> that go to these conventions and really just hook everybody up. They're doing God's work. Thank you guys so much. I mean, not for nothing, but convention goers would, would actually leave with cash if if you weren't there. Tony, uh, any wags of the finger? You know, it's funny because I feel like I'm just wagging all week, but no, I've been, I've been, I've been a little sick with, with the COVID the past week. So I haven't really been able to do too much, but stay at home and play games. What a week. So yeah, I don't have a lot going on. Fair enough. Wag of the finger to COVID. Could have been worse. Very thankful that I'm feeling better and Yesterday was my day where I, the CDC says I'm I'm okay to be maskless and stuff and, and be okay. Monday I got to go back to work with a mask, but I feel, yeah, it didn't really hit me too hard. Just a little under the weather for a, a day, and ibuprofen made me feel pretty good. A little coffee, a little runny nose, and uh, the next day a little less coffee, a little less runny, and then it was pretty much like 80% after that, maybe even more, and it really was not too bad, so... 
hope maybe that's the vaccine making it not so bad who knows you know but i'm happy that i feel better and that it didn't hit me super hard and that i'm you know i'm okay so yeah i'm i'm glad you're feeling better too man thanks uh, i do have a wag of the finger though oh yeah and it's to costco oh what so costco used to in their little lunch area where they sell their pieces of pizza and their hot dogs for a dollar fifty. They used to sell Caesar salads, like personal Caesar salads, <laughs> and they were delicious. But they're gone. I went to Costco yesterday because I had to get new tires for the car, and I was like, I'm gonna have a nice little Caesar salad. Today's gonna be a great day. <laughs> <laughs> and I got that. I got there. I sat down. I looked at the menu, and I was like, All they got's these chicken bakes, these hot dogs. And I wanted, like, a slightly healthier option. And I got a little tilted. I was a little bummed. So what did I do? I ordered a chicken bake and cried. <laughs> it was it was delicious, but it wasn't healthy. <laughs> so wag of the finger, Costco, for not having a single option on your menu right now that isn't just bread and cheese. I'd like to change my mind, actually. I do have a wag, and it is this <laughs> mobile version of Sonic 2. This is horrendous. <laughs> is it pretty bad? Hopefully it wasn't more than a couple dollars. No, it's free with ads, but it's just, like, impossible to control. And I'm using Knuckles, which is pretty cool, but I feel like I shouldn't even be playing. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah, this is shit. Well, aside from Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, which we've we've both covered extensively today, uh, what other games have you been playing this week? Man, it's been a lot of, a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. I, I've been obsessed with... My favorite games, I can say they're, I mean, Pokemon's always a favorite, but yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! has just been capturing my heart like it used to, and I'm I'm just like so in with both of them right now. Yu-Gi-Oh! making videos explaining decks and stuff, and, and just playing and trying to get better and slowing down with making content and just focusing on studying combos more and playing better, and on showdown for pokemon just trying to get on these leaderboards and i have a video on that coming soon i actually just got to top 20 on the ladder for random singles for generation 5 so i'm trying to get on the ladder for at least one ladder of every generation ladder being like the top 500 leaderboard and so far i've done it for every generation except gens 1 and 2 and i did do it for let's go which is like Typically, like, or I guess technically Gen 1, but in, like, Gen 7. A question about that. Are Eevee and or Pikachu, like, overpowered in those? They're pretty stacked with moves. It's, like, definitely the Let's Go versions. Um, but I still much prefer it over original Gen 1. So I don't know if that actually counts as, as saying that I have a Gen 1. But, yeah, the Pikachu and the Eevees know, like, all their crazy moves and actually had like three accounts in the top 25 at one point and one in the top 10 yeah i really liked it but if you had mewtwo it was just a wrap it was just like forget about it and um they actually took that format down and now you can play like gen one random singles but it's it's so bad it was it's like it's very wonky and there's just it's awful and yeah so if i get gen 2 maybe i could say i've done them all i kind of want to do original gen 1 and also gen 2 but Aside from that, Gens 3 through 8, I've hit either an OU or random top 500, mostly top 100, top 200, but that's been my goal, and and I've been enjoying it very much. 
That's awesome, dude. Yeah, thank you. Well, hopefully, hopefully you top 500 soon on those uh, ones that you're still out on. Um, I've been playing a few games. It's I, I too was uh, under the weather this week, and what better thing to do when you're not feeling well is sit around and play video games. I recently resubscribed to Xbox Game Pass, so there's a handful of games that became available to me. The ones that I will talk about this week, I got started playing three titles. Two of them are kind of similar, actually. Uh, one of them is called Moonlighter, which is a uh, top-down Zelda-like sort of game, and it's very fun. Got 8-bit style art. Very cool. The next one is Tunic, which recently came out where you play as this little fox. It's an isometric 3D adventure game that kind of has like a a little bit of like a Soulsy style combat, you know, dodge to you you roll to dodge and that's basically the whole game and that's been challenging but fun. And then uh, what was available on Xbox and I was like, "You know what? I haven't played this game in probably 15 years." <laughs> was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Ooh. So I've been playing through a little classic GTA San Andreas, running around as CJ trying to beat up Big Smoke. What's not to love? It, it, it's been it's been a blast living through the past, singing along to all the radio hits. Pretty pretty solid stuff. And then on my Twitch, I've been playing two games. I started playing Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, which has been an absolute blast. That game is absolutely hilarious, super funny stuff. And then I started last night. I started playing uh, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Ooh, okay. And that game is. A lot of fun. I will say, though, one thing I noticed about playing that game, I was looking at the character model for Eevee, and, you know, thank God that you get the option to evolve it basically right out the gate. Eevee's character model in this game is one of the most cursed, tragic-looking things I've ever seen in my entire life, and (laughs) I wouldn't wish its sadness upon anybody. (laughs) I gotta check that out. That sounds awful. Oh, yeah. It's gonna scar you. It... you know, it's it's almost as terrifying as the underwater running out of air sonic uh, sound effect. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's nothing going on behind those eyes. Oh, why is it... Why, why is, is it, the whole second half of its head just, like, protruding? Why is the whole thing just in existence? That It, it needs to be put out of its misery. That is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Luckily, it's an Umbreon now, so... Good, 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 good. But that's all the games that I've been playing this week. Now, here's a segment that we joke about a lot. We have a little fun with it um, because it's typically a a silly segment where nothing happens. We've got the listener of the week. Ooh! And we actually have a name to attach to this (laughs) listener of the week. And this listener of the week is, first of all, he's getting as sweaty as possible right now. Because he is at PAX East 2022, right now competing in the Omegathon, which is their pre-registered annual struggle, as as they call it on their website. Compete in the annual struggle known as the Omegathon. So at least they know what's going on, too. But it's basically a, a video game Olympics, and boy howdy, we wish you all the best of luck, Cat Daddy DT. Uh, we hope that you bring home the gold medal, because if you don't, we will be revoking your title of uh, Listener of the Week <laughs> and awarding that title to somebody else next week. 
But until then, congratulations. Woo! You're the listener of the week. Listener of the you week, know. yes. Winner don't come home. You know what I'm saying, son? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, man. We love you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Oh, man. I think, I think that's going to do it for today's show, Tony. Uh, I want to thank everybody so much for listening. We had an absolute blast recording this. Uh, if you want to listen to us and support the show, we are on iTunes and Spotify. If you could give us five-star reviews there, it really helps with visibility. We also upload to YouTube. You can find us on social media at Games of Our Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow Tony at The Poker Rapper. He's currently on Instagram and YouTube doing all that good, good Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. And Pokemon Go stuff? Been playing Pokemon Go. Been playing Pokemon Go. And you can follow myself at Bill the Fajita on uh, Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Tony, why don't you sign us off? Thanks so much for listening. Next week, it's going to be the Twitch Twan Takeover. Can't wait to see you guys soon. Bye. <laughs>